When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Hannah Critchlow. This week we tease apart history to try and solve a puzzle that Neil and Babette MacDonald wrote in with. Historians and archaeologists talk about ancient artefacts or structures that are so many thousands of years old. How do they date these objects? Is it just from carbon dating? And did these ancient civilizations have some sort of time and date recording system in place then as well? So how best to date ancient artefacts? For the answer, we turn to our very own resident expert, naked archaeologist, Diana O'Carroll. Well, the answer is a bit of both. Sometimes archaeologists make use of the dates recorded by these civilizations, but most of the time it's better to get a carbon date to check that these time frames are accurate. When you have a king proclaiming that his ancestor ruled for 400 years, for example, it does happen, you'll want to check this out with other evidence. Now, archaeologists use a number of tools to put dates on things they find, and they tend to fall into two categories, absolute and relative. With relative dating, dig finds are placed in order, and that can be done using stratigraphy. Stratigraphy refers to the layers of earth or mineral deposits in which remains are found, and the deeper you go, the older the layer will be. Another relative dating technique uses typology. Humans tend to go through fashions in the many things they make, whether it's pottery, road building, house construction or metal forging. We can usually identify what period the objects we find belong to, but this is only because we already have a back catalogue with which to compare them. And it's why you'll often hear an archaeologist pull a broken, unimpressive bit of pottery out of the ground and exclaim with excitement. It's usually quite useful for dating that stratigraphic layer with. But surely sometimes these layers get mixed. Old bits of pottery might be used for generations. Or what happens when someone goes against the fashion trend? In this case, an absolute dating technique is required. Back to Diana. Carbon dating is probably the best-known chemical technique, although there are others. When organisms such as people, animals, crops and trees are alive, they're continuously exchanging carbon with their environment, and there are two main types of carbon out there. The one we're interested in is carbon-14, because it's unstable. When an organism dies, that carbon-14 starts to decay at a measurable rate. All you need to do to work out when that organism died is to see how much carbon-14 is left in proportion to the other forms of carbon. So to sum up, the Mayan civilizations did have a calendar of their own, the one that was supposed to end last year, and sometimes they were kind enough to leave dates on carvings and inscriptions about their rulers. They didn't, however, leave dates for the minutiae of daily life. And that's when we need absolute dating. Thanks, Diana O'Carroll, for a trip through the dating world. And as Evan A.U. points out on the forum, there are other clever archaeological tricks, like optical dating, which examines when buried minerals were last exposed to daylight. Next, moving on to present-day city life. Jeremy Eaton wrote in with this. Do you have a stronger moon system 
if you live in a big city because you are surrounded by more people and their diseases. So do city dwellers have a stronger immune system in the long term? Let us know your thoughts by posting on our Naked Scientists Facebook page. You can tweet at Naked Scientists. You can email studio at thenakedscientists.com or you can join in the live debate on our forum, which is at nakedscientists.com slash forum. The Naked Scientists Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.